Amen. But I'm thankful to be back. Uh, been enjoying studying his word on Wednesday night. Been enjoying this study under Galatians, and, and we've been bouncing around a few other places along the way. But I want to go back to Galatians again tonight. We, we kind of finished up chapter 4 and, and actually started into the verse I really want to talk to you about tonight. And it's Galatians 5, and it's really verse 1 I really want to speak on, but we'll read, we'll read to verse 4 uh, just, just because his scripture, I, I don't think you can ever have too much. <laughs> I, I like lots of good scripture. Amen. Hey, I'm going to tell you what, if, if it weren't for scripture, I couldn't preach. I couldn't talk, I couldn't speak. But actually, you shouldn't be able to preach without scripture, period. But, but I couldn't speak because it's what I found. I ain't smart enough to do any of this on my own at all. I have to have scripture to present. And, and the revelation that comes from scripture is what makes my motor run. And uh, I'm thankful for that. But let's read Galatians 5. If you want, we'll stand one more time. And then we'll pray over it. And then we'll ask the Lord uh, to use it and uh, to touch us and uh, show us, show us uh, his word. All right, let's, 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 Galatians 5 verse 1, it says this. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty, freedom, uh, in all that Christ has done for us. I mean, how, how many tonight are free, free because Christ has worked in your life? You, you're experiencing some freedom now than what you didn't have. I, I, there's a long list. We could testify all, all night long, I'm sure, about things that we've been freed from and, and things that Christ has brought liberty into our life. Well, what he's saying, man, all that, well, you need to stand in that and not lose that, not give that up. Because, listen, be not entangled again, you know, like we were. Entangled again. Because it, where does that take us? Back to the same bondage, back to the same tight place, back to the same enslavement, to the yoke of bondage. And then we'll finish. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. Verse 3, for I testify again that to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to the whole law. Remember, you got to do the whole law. If you're going to go by the law, you got to do it all. But verse 4, verse 4, this is where we'll stop. Christ has become no effect unto you. Whosoever you are that are justified by law, listen, you are fallen from grace. Christ has become no effect unto you. You are fallen from grace. You know what, I don't know if you've ever caught that, but it just kind of dawned on me today, and, and this kind of being a little out of context, but I want you to think about this. Think about this a minute. You know how you can tell if you've fallen from grace? When Christ has become no effect to you. When he doesn't affect you anymore. When Christ's influence, when for who he is, what he's about, his principle, his love, his power. If it doesn't affect your life anymore, you've probably fallen from grace. Yes. Yes. So just think on those things. But we'll give you go back to verse 1, Caleb. That's where we're going. I'm going to get Sister Lisa tonight if she'll play, pray over this. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you already for your word that's touching our hearts, God. We ask that you just continue to reveal yourself and your spirit to us, God. Help us, Lord, tonight. We give you all the praise and the glory as Pastor just reveals your heart to us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you. Amen. We bless his name. Amen. Amen. Stand fast, you can be seated. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free 
be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now, this is a big deal. I don't know if you realize it, but there's a lot of other scriptures that even kind of go with this. But one of the really the reasons that it really stuck in my heart, and, and I'm going to use it in this light, uh, is actually, I want to read 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 20 to you right quick. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 20. It says this, For after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, listen, they are again entangled. Therein, and and here's here's the part that makes it a big deal. And overcome, overcome, entangled again. That's the that's a big deal. But the big deal is overcome, and to the point, to the point, the latter end is worse. Is worse than what you ever was to begin with, man. When I think about that, because I know where I came from. And when I think about that being entangled again and being overcome to the point that now I'm worse than I was, that's a big deal to me. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's that's something to dwell on about not being entangled again. Amen. I believe that. I believe that tonight. So tonight, what I want to do, I want to spend just a little bit of time. I want to spend just a little bit of time, and, and this is just going to be some practical principles. Practical, scriptural principles. Not, not human wisdom. Not, no, practical, scriptural principles that, that really regard us, help us make grace choices. Listen, grace choices. Make grace choices. That, that keeps, because that's what it takes. You've got to keep not, not making choices according to the works of the flesh or, or the works of the law. or No, no, work, works of, of grace, making grace choices. Grace is an awesome thing. You know, I've been, I've been talking about it since we've been in the book of Galatians because that's what it's all been about. But, but here, I've been putting a lot of that stuff on Facebook and what a lot of messages, a lot of things on there about grace and a lot and, and and you always draw sometimes you draw a little bit of fire anytime you you put something on there especially especially certain well I draw a little bit of legalistic fire and, and I'm surprised I haven't drawn more because a lot of times when you go to flashing grace around you'll draw some draw some of those that Christ is not having any effect on out. And, and I did that. I did that. I, I had a, actually, and it was actually a, a preacher, a, a young, a younger preacher, but nevertheless a preacher. And, and he sent me a little note, little message, and he says, he says, he says, what, what do you think? You can just go around sinning? And I just flashed him back. I didn't, I don't argue with people. I, I just flashed him back Romans 6, 2. I just, I said, God forbid. Because that's how Paul answered it. What, shall we continue to sin so grace can abound? No, God forbid. We don't. We don't. But, but, but yet we still, we got to cling to grace like it's the greatest thing that ever was because it is. There's nothing in here. If we lose that, I can guarantee you we will be entangled again. And, and I guarantee you, if you leave grace and go back to trying to do it by your way or works, or wisdom, or flesh, or I guarantee you, your latter end will be worse. I've never seen it to fail. 
When someone leaves grace and goes back to trying to work it out, goes back to some kind of system of rules. No, no, we don't keep sinning so grace will abound. No, 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 we don't do that. God forbid. But we never leave grace. And here's what I learned about it, and that's where this comes in tonight. This is where I learned about it. We make grace choice. We make choices that really protect grace. Grace protects us, but really we make choices that protect grace. That we do not become entangled again. So tonight, I want to give you just a few thoughts tonight, some, some scriptural practical principles that, 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 that help us to make great grace choices. Amen. So this is truly Wednesday night Bible study tonight. So I hope you I hope you brung your Bible and if you didn't, just watch it on the board. It'll it'll flash there every time. But the first thing, the first thing I want, I want, first principle I want to bring out, and this, this, this is, this is where I think this is a foundation. The first principle and the last principle, although everything in between is awesome, but the first principle and the last principles I believe are just huge. I believe they're, they are just, I don't say they're bigger maybe, but I feel like they're just so important, so super important. And the first one is this: I believe this night, if you're going to keep making grace choices, if you're going to keep from being entangled. I believe it's, you've got to be fully persuaded. You've got to be sure. You've got to have, you've got to be dead, sure, fully convinced. Here, and here's what I mean by that. Romans 14.5. Let's go there, Caleb. Romans 14.5, and then we've got two other verses we're going to look at. Listen, they were having trouble. Hey, everybody has trouble sometimes. They were, having, they were trying to figure out what days are better, better than the other. That one esteemeth this day. Above another, you know, you know how stuff goes in church. You know how you know how legalism and legalistic stuff gets going. You know, I, I think I think this day. No, 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 no. I think this day. You know, we still have that going on now. I think you can meet every day. I, it, God, God would not be mad at all if we met every day. He wouldn't. He wouldn't mind if we met Saturday night. He wouldn't mind if we met Tuesday evening. He wouldn't mind if we met in the morning at six o'clock. How about it? He wouldn't mind. He wouldn't be mad at us at all. He would love that. He would love that. But listen, it, like usual though, one and, and it's not just days. You know, we esteem all kind of things above. You know how we are. We we kind of get sometimes a little religiously suchy suchy much, and we think you know this is I'm doing this better, or we do this better than y'all. You know, or you know how all that goes. <laughs> listen, one man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. But listen, here it is. Let every, no matter your choice, whatever your choice is. Whatever your decision is, here's the, here's the key, one of the key things. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Fierce conviction. Yeah, strong conviction. Let him done worked it out in his mind. Let him work, reasoned it out. Let him pull, shift it through the evidence. Let, let, let him fall back on holy text. Fall back on holy text. Fall back on, 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 on all that he's learned of God and, and let him be fully convinced. Fully convinced. Fully persuaded that he's sure. He's sure. I, I tell you, we, we struggle in this age that we live in to have fierce convictions. Amen. You want to know, know why people are getting entangled again? Because they don't have fierce convictions. Conviction, you know, Convictions are big to me. My girls growing up, they'll tell you that. When I believed something, that was it. They didn't, they didn't even try to change my mind. Now, they could tell if it was one of them things like, mm. now, and then they would work on me. They would work on me. Oh, Dad, oh, Dad, oh, Dad. 
but now, but now, when they knew, they knew that I was that this is a sure doubt. I'm fully persuaded in this. They's like, he ain't changing your mind. They knew. How many know what I'm talking about? How many know that's we need that again. We need that again. There's two more verses I want to get. Verse 14 in the same book. He says, I know, Paul said, and I am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there's nothing unclean or except but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean. To him it is unclean. Persuaded. He has decided what is clean or unclean. He's sure of it. He's got this spirit. You know what? That You should be that way tonight. You should have already. Things that are, that are iffy in our age, things that are what, 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 what my girls call it, sketchy. They, they, they say that word in our day. They say, that's a little sketchy. Things that are sketchy, we, we should have done decided. We should have shifted it in our mind. I, I, I've usually got an answer for most of what the, the cultural issues because I've, just, I've weighed through it and I've decided. Amen. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm rigid to the point that God can't work or minister or teach. No, 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 no. But, but those things that, are, that will cause me to be entangled again, I've decided. I've decided, you know, I've decided that's unclean or that's clean. I, I can do this or I can't do that. And that's not law. That's protecting grace. That's protecting myself. That's keeping me from being entangled again. Amen. Amen. Verse 23 is really the, the kicker in the same book. He that doubteth, see, this is that whole thing. If you're not sure, he that doubteth, listen, is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith. If you're not sure. For whatsoever is not of faith, listen, if you doubt it, if you doubt it, it's, it's sin. You can hope maybe it ain't. You can hope so that it ain't. But if you got doubt, what's this old saying? If you got doubt, leave it alone. Hallelujah. If you got doubt, leave it be. I'm going to tell you what. It would save us a lot of entanglement. There's a whole lot of things that, that maybe I'm not so sure on. But I leave them be because I got doubt. A whole lot of places or a whole lot of activities or a whole lot of things that go on. There's a whole lot of things that some churches partake or whatever that I don't. I don't necessarily preach bad about it or down on it. I just got doubt, so I just let it be. I don't mess with it. Y'all out there? Amen. Because you've got to be persuaded. You've got to have these fierce convictions of yourself. You've got you to be fully, I've proved it. I have proved this myself. Here's what I know. I know there is now no condemnation for them that's in Christ. But I will tell you this. There's a whole lot of conviction comes by the Holy Ghost that helps us prove what is right. Yes. Yeah, I know that scripture. There is now for there. No, I know that, but there is conviction that helps us to know. Amen. Amen. I believe that tonight. I do. Amen. I believe it. Fully, fully got to be, got to prove this. Anybody ever been down that road? 
And if you don't, and if you go against it, how many of you will be entangled? You're not going to stand in the liberty that Christ has offered. You're going to fall from grace. Because why? Christ has no effect on you. Amen. Amen. Second thing. Second thing. I'm moving right along. Second thing. I believe this tonight. I believe if you're going to make grace a grace choice or make good choices, I believe this according to Scripture. I believe, can I do this as unto the Lord? Powerful. Powerful little thought. It's simple. But can I do this as unto Romans 14, 6. Most of this comes out of Romans tonight. Romans 14, he that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord. It's unto the Lord. He that regardeth not the day, to the Lord. To the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord. It's all about to the Lord. Whatever your decision, whatever your choices are, if you're making grace, can I do this as unto the Lord? Amen. It goes on. I'll finish it. Uh, for, he, for he giveth God thanks. For he eateth not to the Lord. He eateth not and he giveth God thanks. Either way, I thank you, God. It's unto the Lord. We'll finish it. Seven and eight. For none of us live unto himself and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live thereof or die, we are the Lord's. We are. Yeah. So, you know, one of the, one of the strong principles in this Romans 14 is that. Is can I, a grace choice, if I'm not going to be in time, can I do this as unto the Lord? Can I serve God in this? You know what? If he's Lord, that's the king thing anyway. That's the big thing anyway. I'm about serving him. We've lost that thought maybe sometimes in, in our churches. But, but if I'm a born-again Christian, my heart's to serve him, period. Anyway, so it is really all about, am I serving him in this? Is this? Now, I know God blesses us. He gives us recreation. He blesses us with pleasures. He bless, but, but in the end run, can I serve him in this? this? If I can't serve him in this activity or whatever, I just will leave, I best leave it be. Just leave it be. Yes. Amen. Amen. It's, it's exactly right. Exactly right. Amen. Amen. So, so remember that. Is it under the Lord? Grace choice. Grace choice. You want to protect grace? Can I do this under the Lord? Amen. Third thing. Third thing. I got to move along. Somebody thinks, boy, he's moving fast. I know, but I got eight. <laughs> but I'm going to hurry. I'm going to hurry. I'm going to hurry. I promise. I promise. I promise. Amen. Amen. This is a big one. And, 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 it, and I, I, said, I said that the two at the beginning and the end were, were the big, but this is big as well here in the middle. And it's this. Can I, can I do this? This is so big in our age. Can I do this without being a stumbling block to my brothers? Exactly what Brother Angle was just talking about. It's really about serving others too. Can I do whatever it is without becoming a stumbling block to others? Romans 14, 13. 14, 13, and then verse 15, let us therefore judge one another. Let us not therefore judge one another. If I said that wrong, didn't I? Said, let us not judge. Let us judge one another, the preacher said. I know what she is. I'll tell you right now. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man, man, we need to get this. 
man, this is going on big time in our world. Big time in the, in the Christian world. Big time in churches. Big amongst leaders. There's leaders. Let no man put a stumbling block or an occasion, any occasion. That, that's a high, especially, this is calling for Christians, but I, it's leaders especially should live there. I should never, I should never do anything that would cause any of y'all to, to stumble or even an occasion to trip. I should go way out of my way. Do you hear me? I should go way out of my way to, to make sure you don't. It's like I told you that story that time when I was, you know, I used to be a, a, a uh, uh, I don't forgot what they call them now. What them things I use, sunflower seeds. I used to love sunflower seeds. I was a sunflower seed nut. And I, I mean, I'd buy them the big bags and I'd, I'd chew on them. I'd spend, but, but I was so bad, I was addicted to them things, I reckon. Uh, if you can be addicted to sunflower seeds. And I would chew them things and chew them things. Well, uh, I hate it. I hate it riding around in my truck and spitting them out the window. The see, because I just put the, I, I was good. I could put like 16 in my mouth at one time. Look like a gerbil. And I could waller one around at a time and get the nut and spit the seed right out. I was good at that. I was. And, but here's what would happen. The whole side of my truck was, it wasn't tobacco juice, but the whole side of my truck would be covered up with this seeds. It was disgusting. It's just It's disgusting. <laughs> it was, it was. So, but here's what. So I started carrying me a Dixie cup. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I started carrying a Dixie cup so that I wouldn't be spitting out the side of my truck. So, so I, I was coming through Cushingburg one day, and I was, <laughs> and sure enough, you know what happened? Somebody got a rumor going that I dipped. I'm a dipper. Let me just tell you something. I ain't never been man enough to be a dipper. <laughs> never been man enough to be a dipper. I, I tried to chew a little bit when I was younger, but I couldn't even do that hardly. I mean, it gave me heartburn so bad. It was terrible. You know, I've done a lot of, I've done some terrible, terrible things, but, but chewing would have never been one of them. So, but here's what happened. Here's, I realized, I, I, I realized I'm causing occasion. Somebody, I, I'm not even sure who it was, but somebody thinks, you know, and, and not that that's the end of the world, but that's surely not a good witness. It's not a good witness. And it was an occasion. But you know what? I quit chewing sunflower seeds. I just quit. And then now there's no more problem. I don't spit in a Dixie cup. Nobody thinks I'm a dipper. And I've quit school. <laughs> but it's big. No occasion at all. But like I said, it goes way beyond the sunflower seeds in the age that we're living in. It really does. It really does. And, and it's gotten, it's got, let, let me just tell you, I seen an article today that just blows, I wasn't even going to bring this out, but it blowed my mind. There, there's, there is a church in Pasadena, California. They come across a little news feed that I get. Uh, uh, and there's a church in Pasadena, and I don't really like to talk bad about churches, but I ain't so sure this is a church anymore. But there's a, there's a church in California, Pasadena, California, that, that, that has started Cannabis for Christ. Cannabis for Christ. So some of y'all, some of y'all might not be familiar with the word cannabis. It's marijuana for Christ. <laughs> yeah. A church. A church. 
and, 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 and this is what happened. The pastor, the pastor you're going to love this. The pastor looking at a marijuana plant or something, seeing a little green cross. <laughs> a little green cross. I'm going to tell you. He better find the red soaked, blood soaked cross. Amen. That's just, that's what, what, what in the world? Like I said, we've seen a lot in our age. We've seen a lot even in our local areas. You know, we're now much is allowed and much is, is being took in and endorsed. I never thought, I never thought drinking would be popularized. I didn't. And you might be mad at me now for even bringing that up, but I don't care. I'm up here with y'all. You stay about down. It's the truth. That's a stumbling block. Somebody might tell me I can do it and it don't bother me. Well, I don't believe that either. But, but all those others. Of course, that's one of the things that I got liberty in because I was a full-fledged binge drinker. And I could not drink anymore. I could not stop till I had to stop. And that's why I'm so dead set against one. One. Because it, 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 it can cause such, such a downfall. Such a yoke of bondage. Such a worse place at the end. Amen. Amen. So, so I believe that. Here's what I want you to hear about that tonight. Listen, Christ, if you're struggling with saying, I ain't much worried about stumbling blocks, I ain't worried about my brother, well, let me tell you, Christ died for your weak brother. Yes, he did. Christ died for your weak brother and sister. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't feel like, I don't feel like he looks too, too highly on us putting stumbling blocks or occasions just protecting your grace. Grace choices. Grace choices. The, 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 uh, that's all right. We don't have to go any further. I, I done made my point there. But anyway, you, I believe that tonight. You that are strong, you know what we should do? Stay faithful. Yes. Yes. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. Amen. Amen. Fourth thing. Fourth thing. I, I, and this is this is an easy one, and you know this one. But does it bring peace? If I'm gonna protect my grace, if I'm gonna make grace choices, if I'm not gonna be entangled, does this whatever? Does it bring peace? Does it bring Romans fourteen seventeen through nineteen? Fourteen through yeah seventeen through nineteen. Listen, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not really those, but the, it, but righteousness and peace. And joy in the Holy Ghost. Verse 18 and 19. For he that, he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable of God and approved of men. And then verse 19. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace. Amen. It's, about, it's not really so much about the food and drink. But it's about following those things which make for peace. You say, what does, how does all of that bring together? Does what I'm involved, what does these choices, these things, does it bring peace? Here, here's, here's what I want to say. I want to say that I thought about this. Many in our age or, or 
in this day, I've, I've run into many. many. Many seem to enjoy doing what stirs up strife or drama. They, they like to test and push the very limits just to see if they can stir up. I'm preaching right there. Not following after peace. See, that's the choice we make. We don't make choices with the idea of stirring up some big drama mess. We make choices that are really peace-oriented, designed with peace. Amen. Amen. That's why... That's why the Bible tells you to, you and your wife, not to go to bed angry. You're following after peace. Or a multitude or a thousand other things. We're not trying to stir up drama. We're not trying to stir up strife. But does, does it bring peace? Verse 19, the last part of that says this as well. And this is the next point. And things wherewith, it's, it's, it's a two-point verse. Also, and things wherewith one may be edify one another. And of course, that's, that's the next point. Does it build up, my brother? My choices. See, when you become a, a, a Christian, when you become a true Christian, yeah, you serve God, but this is what Brother Angle just said. You serve people. You'll never be disconnected from people. Ever. Ever. You might think, you might think I'm my own. Well, you're not. You might think I'm not my brother's keeper, but yes, you are. Amen. This might seem simple, but I'm going to tell you what, we ain't getting the simple done. We're not getting the simple done. Amen. We should, we should make choices and stuff that, that do have our brothers in mind, that do have our sisters in mind. We should. Whatever those things, whatever parts, whatever that is, we should. 1 Corinthians 10 and 23 takes it just a little bit further. Listen to what Paul says. All things are lawful. I can do anything, Paul says. I can do it all. How y'all like that? Boy, that's liberating, ain't it? Woo! We can run wild now. No, no. But Paul ring, reels it all back in, don't he? He said, he said, all things are lawful for me, but listen, not all things are profitable. Not all things are helpful. There's a lot of things that ain't. And, and listen, all things are lawful for me, but all things don't edify. That's where the decision making comes in. That's the choice. Does this make any sense? Or is it just me? We make choices built on, does it build up if you're a Christian? Now, this does not affect the unbeliever or the world or the sinner or the heathen whatsoever, which makes me wonder, man, these must be what I was preaching on Sunday. They must be a whole lot of unconverted believers because they live contrary to most of this teaching. Amen. Hey, this is grace. 
And this is grace. This is grace. This is not law. The master of grace preached this. Paul, the apostle, the one who knew more about grace than any man, he preached this. The one that used to get land blasted and, 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 and bad emails about preaching grace. The one that had his life threatened because he preached grace so freely. Taught every bit of this. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of tension with trying to figure out where grace and law is. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. If, you just, if we just follow these New Testament teachings, there's not much tension at all. There's not much tension at all. It's pretty evident. Amen. I don't see a lot of tension between it. Amen. Amen. But that's what he says. That's the big point tonight. You know, choices that are going to build up, that are going to edify, not stumble, not cause to stumble. Amen. The next point is a whole lot like that one. But it's in 1 Corinthians, the very first part of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. The very first part of verse 12. All things again are lawful, Paul says. See, he, he understands. He understands. I could... I've got this great liberty. When you become a Christian, you are. You've got a huge liberty. But if you better watch, that's where this in teaching of being entangled again, there's great liberty. All things are lawful, but listen what he says unto me. But all things are not expedient. There's that word. Profitable. All things are not helpful. Does it help at all? Not, in this, not only with your brother, but with you or with the kingdom. Is it helpful at all? Grace choices. Grace choices. Amen. The last part of that is, is the verse that, that, that where the next point is, is this. It says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Listen to that. This is just, that's, that, that's it. This is, this is, we're getting, we're getting, we're, we're making the full circle because we're coming back to the entanglement. We're coming back to being enslaved. We're coming back to the yoke of bondage again. Paul's teachings is bringing us right back. But listen, listen, because that's what happens when we make these bad choices. It brings us right back under the power of something that God had freed us from. Whatever it was, and ever how it was, whatever God had freed us from, when we make these ungracious choices or fleshly choices, it brings us right back, enslaves us. Brings us under a dominion. You're not free anymore. When I had all them addictions, I wasn't free. I thought I was free. I said I was free. I was free, born to be this and free to do that. No, no, no. I had so many, I had so many, so many bondages. They told me what to do. They had dominion over me. They told me when I could be happy. It said, you can't be happy till you, till you drink so much of this or, or pop so much of this or smoke so much of this. I'd say that church in California with that Christian cannabis is going to do really well in the culture. And I don't think they're going to do very well in the kingdom. Come on, somebody. But I don't think they'll do very well in the kingdom at all. Because you know what? They're just going to come back under the power. If they ever got free, 
if they were ever free, they're just going to come right back under the same dominion. Satan says, oh, go on and get free. I'll be here waiting. And right back. And, and we know, he said, and just like Scripture, just like Jesus taught us, seven times worse. Seven times. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that in my life. Amen. I can't imagine that. If, if we are enslaved to anything, it's got to be Christ. If we're going to be in bondage or enslaved or be, be a slave to anything, it better be Christ. There's our issue. We need to be slaves to Christ. I know that's not popular either. That wasn't preached any time but on Wednesday night. We need to be slaves to Christ. He's the Lord. He's not just our Savior. He's our Lord. We'll follow him anywhere. We'll follow him out of anything. We'll follow him into anything. He's the Lord. We listen and we wait for thus saith the Lord. We want to inquire of him. We're like David. Shall I pursue and overtake? And we wait for the word. Yes, pursue and overtake. Because he's the Lord. Woo! He's the Lord. That's who, that's who slave I am. He bought me with a price. My body's not my own. First Corinthians chapter 6. I'm not my, I've been bought with a price. I'm not under the power of this body. Oh, it's got ideas of its own plenty times. But I'm his. I'm not perfect by no means, but I have to remind this body a lot of times. I'm his. I don't listen to you anymore. You're not the boss of me. Jesus is the boss of me and Cindy after Jesus. Amen. And I'm not embarrassed to say it. Amen. Amen. Last point. Here's the big one. Here's the other, here's the other big point I told. And y'all know this one. But you've got to add this. When you're doing a study on this, you've got to have this there. Because it's one of the, the king. This is like the king pen in it now. This is the pen that will latch it all together. And, of course, it's, it's, it's do these choices glorify God. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. You, you know the scripture. But whatever we do, it don't matter what it is. Whatever. You, do you all understand that? Whatever we do. What are you all doing after a while? Yeah, whatever it is, it's still for the glory. It's still for him. I'm going to go home and go to sleep so I can give him glory tomorrow, again tomorrow. I'm going to ask the Lord to bless my mind and let me sleep good so tomorrow I can really get up and bless his name. Yes. Whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatsoever, it don't matter whatsoever. I didn't look it up, but I have a sneaking suspicion that whatsoever means whatsoever. 
I'm just guessing. <laughs> Brother Angle said better than the average chance. <laughs> uh, I believe that. Amen. Amen. I, I got tickled now. Bless the name of the Lord. If you're going to laugh, give him glory. If he makes you happy, give him glory. Give him praise. Give it all to him. Give it all to him. Give him glory. You know, there's, 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 that's a Bible study in itself. It really is. But here, I, I wrote you down two or three things real quick just to help give you an idea of what even that means. Romans 4.20. There's three little verses I want to give you, and then I'm going to close. Romans 4.20. Uh, first, it says this. this. This is about Abraham. Remember, he staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but listen, was strong in his faith. What happened? Giving God glory. Whatever you do, whatever you do, be strong in your faith. This goes back to that first principle about being fully persuaded. That's how you give God glory. Fully persuaded. I'm convicted. I got fierce. I like that. I come up with that this today. I was thinking fierce convictions. That's like that's like I'm going to growl. I got convictions that I'll growl at you about. Huh? That's fierce. I'm like a lion. Do I look like a lion, Kevin? How about it, Jerry? Fierce. I love the Lord, Brother Marks. Fierce. You like it? <laughs> That's it, though. That gives God glory. I don't, you don't stagger. No matter what comes tomorrow, tonight, we don't stagger because we got, we got this strong faith. And when we have strong faith, that brings him glory in whatever we're doing. Whatever. That's why when I sit down to drink, whatever it is, usually water, because everything else don't agree with me anymore because I've done got old. <laughs> the Lord has even took my tea from me. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, do it, I do it in faith. Amen. Strong faith. Strong faith. The, the second one is, I love this one. Uh, you know i got to give you this one. Psalms 50 and 23. Listen to what it says. Whoso offereth praise. You know how to do every, whatever you do, whosoever offereth praise. Glorifies me. Whenever you praise, whatever you're doing, it ought to be praiseworthy. This, this all goes back around. It's all goes back, not being entangled. What, whatever you do, it, you ought to be able to, as unto the Lord. Lord. Whatever it is. If it's even work, work tonight, you need, to, you need to give God praise that you got the strength and the ability and you, got, you are able tonight, you got the capacity. Lord, I thank you. I might not feel as good as I want to, but I thank you, Lord, I'm able to, to put one leg in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, and I'm strong enough to be here and I'm strong enough to earn a check tonight. I'm strong enough to put my hours in. I, Lord, I give you praise. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, praise. Amen. I give him praise tonight. But I'm able to come here again, again, and again, and again. For 25 years I've been coming here, and you've been letting me. You've been letting me. Poor people. Poor people. You've been letting me come here. I give him praise, though. Amen. Whatever trip out of, the, out of that little holler in Craig County, whoever left, all that, good grief. 
I give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Amen. Amen. And this is just simple. Matthew 5, 16. You know this one. This is one. This, let your light so shine before men that they see your good works. Whatever it is, good works. And they glorify your Father, which is in heaven. See, and this could go on and on. Like I said, this is a Bible study unto itself, this glorifying God thing. But the point, the, the point being, the point being, whatever our choices are, they, whatever it is, whatever it is, it's unto the Lord. We glorify Him. Grace choices. Come on, Paul. Paula Dean. Cupcake. Come on, Miss Cupcake. Twinkie. <laughs> Come on, Twinkie. Yep, yep. Cupcake and Twinkie. Hey, blessed. That's right. Blessed. 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 I believe it tonight. I do. I thank God for His Word. Grace choices. Great. Not to be entangled again. Not, because remember the big danger, 2 Peter 2.20? If you're entangled again, what happens? You're overcome. You're overcome. How many knows that to be the truth? I had a brother many years ago, many, many years ago. I could see where, he, where his trail was going. Great, great, great young man of God, great young man of God. But I seen him getting entangled. I seen him playing too close to the edge. I mean, you've seen the show. Playing way too, seemed like he wanted to push the limits. We're supposed to get as far away as we possibly can not enter into the temptation he pushed the limits he pushed the limits and I would warn him and I would warn him this ain't got a good ending he got entangled again he got entangled and surely enough his latter end was worse I think God's been doing some grace work in his life over the last couple of years but man he he had so much promise. So much promise. So much promise. Ended up in jail numerous times. Hooked on things that he never had been hooked on. It's a big deal. Overcome. His mother passed away. His mother passed away. And they had to bring him to the funeral in, in, in irons. And I thought, man, man, man. Hey, I, and I hope you don't know who I'm talking about. Some of you might remember. But he, he, he taught Sunday school songs before, before he got entangled again. big deal. Grace choices. Grace choices. Great principles. Great principles. Not they're mine because they're not mine. Great principles. I can fully endorse these and tell you these are great principles and they're not mine. They're God's. I pursue them with fierce conviction. I do. I really do. 